This is Trish McCarthy, and you are listening to the Chasing Squirrels Testimonies of Active Faith podcast. It is the Monday following spring break, March 22nd, 2021, when this episode is originally being aired. I hope you had a wonderful spring break and a relaxing one. Ours was the perfect mix of work and play, which was just great. And today we were back at work. A lot of us were back at work. So day one for me back at work after spring break, I want to just give you a taste real quickly of what my my day was like. Okay, I just went ahead and played <laughs> about 30 seconds worth for you, or actually 10, 20, yeah, about 20, 30 seconds, but that was a recording that I took, um, and I actually didn't take the, I didn't do the recording today, I did it the week before spring break, so we were off for quite a long time. We had remote learning almost through the whole month of January, and then, as you know, we had that major winter event with the ice storm, snowstorm, and we missed a, a week and a half. Actually, I was remote longer because our school had extensive water damage, flooding, major pipes burst, so we were out for an, an additional week after that. So we had one week back before spring break, and during that week, I what I just played for you was about 30 seconds worth of beeping that today went on for about three hours. Well, the week before spring break, I got to listen to that, and I am not exaggerating, every 10 seconds for three solid days straight. It wouldn't stop. It just wouldn't stop. And... If okay, first of all, if you have not gone, if you have not listened to the original testimony and teaching about this crazy beeping, you need to go back and do that right now before you listen any further. It's called Crazy Faith. There was a testimony and then a teaching episode. I think they're episodes nine and ten. So make sure you go back and do that first. But today I'm going to go ahead and just give you a short little update. I want to tell you what those few days were like, what today was like, and also the things that I really believe God is asking me and teaching me through this this process. And I really hope that you can take these things and apply them to perhaps something that is metaphorically uh, beeping in your own life. Okay, so... The, the week before spring break, like I said, it was three days solid. I And just so you know, it had not, I had not heard beeping. We as a campus had not experienced beeping for a good four months, four and a half months straight. It was wonderful. I went in after it stopped that, that one day. I, I probably checked that alarm every day for a week and I was taking pictures every day and just so excited that it was that it had stopped. And then it came to a point where I just didn't even notice any, it anymore. I wasn't checking it. I didn't think, oh, it might come back. It, I just forgot all about it, to be honest, until the week after the storm and I came in and it was beeping every 10 seconds for three days straight. And of course, I asked... <laughs> 
I asked the powers that be what what can be done and the answer was there's there's nothing that can be done it's probably due to the storm you know like the answers I got before basically there's nothing that can be done so um so I had a choice to make (laughs) and I'll tell you how I how I responded I didn't try to take it into my own hands and and get it to stop I didn't make phone calls I didn't I I just have realized I can't do that but what I did do was kind of stomp around really really mad for a few days I was so mad and I also started to ask some questions and you can probably guess one of the first questions that I asked was why why is this back? Why, why, why? And I don't know why. I, I don't I don't know. But I, I also went to this other place where I started to think, well, Lord, was was my faith just not like strong enough? Is this why it came back? Did I not give you enough glory when that prayer was answered? Um is there still something that I need to learn? I don't I don't know. I just went in a bunch of different places, just like probably a lot of us do when, when things like this happen and we don't understand and we can kind of go into these off on these little tangents. And that's where I was going with that. And but then but then I just I I just began to to seek God and just pray and he gave me some different questions, some different questions to ask instead of just why. These are the things that he put on my heart. Um, the first one was, how can you be thankful during this time? So how can you praise me? How can you be thankful? That was the first one. And then the second question was, how can you respond? How can you respond in a way that glorifies him? <laughs> How can I respond in a way that glorifies him? Which looked much different. (laughs) My response the first time I was so angry. I was angry and I was storming up there again, just so mad and frustrated. So that was the second question. How can you respond in a way that glorifies me? And then the last question was, what can I learn? What can I learn about myself what can I learn about God in this so those were the the questions instead of why why me why is this happening again to what how can I respond in a way that glorifies you or I'm sorry the first the first question was how can I be thankful in the midst of this what can I find to be thankful for how can I respond in a way that glorifies you and then what do you Lord want to teach me about myself and about you and so <laughs> and then th- this is really interesting too. So I had these questions. I'm thinking about it. I'm pretty reflective, pondering. And I prayed the first day. I, maybe it was day two. I don't know. When I finally thought, okay, I got to change some stuff. I can't. Resp- I can't walk around so angry all the time about this. I prayed on my drive home and. Right when I got done praying, I turned on the radio and this song came on by, I think it's by Micah Tyler, and it's called Out of My Hands. And I thought, that is so appropriate because truly, this is one of those things that is, it, it's, it's out of my hands. There's nothing I can do about it right now. I've been told that 
and so anyway it was just it was just neat timing so okay so I'm gonna go to the first question which was what I felt like God was asking me what can you be thankful for and I really I, I got to thinking you know if I can hear this annoying beeping if I can hear that then that means that my ears are working and that means that I can hear all the beautiful sounds of, of the world too all the beautiful things that God has put into this world like birds chirping and babies giggling and let and children laughing and my husband telling me he loves me I can hear music I can hear worship music I can hear um, rivers flowing there's just so many beautiful things that I can hear even though I didn't really want to hear the beeping I was really grateful I just found myself thanking him thank you God that my ears work and that there are other sounds that I can hear that are beautiful so that was one thing the other really amazing thing I guess or special thing for me is I work in an office in in the back of the office in the back of the main office so I can close one door and then there's a little foyer and then I can go into my office with and close another door so I can close two doors so I can at least have two barriers uh, and so the sound the beeping isn't quite as loud but I will tell you I can still hear it through those doors <laughs> and it's still in and maybe I'm just hypersensitive to it I don't know but you can still hear it and so can my worker who works right I mean co-worker who works right next door but regardless, I have the option to be able to do that. The people that work up in the front and they're answering the phones or they're sitting up there, we've got secretaries whose offices are right there, the nurse who's right there, they don't have that option. So I do feel very blessed that I have the option to be able to go in and shut a couple doors and have at least those between me and the beeping. And then also, I since I work alone in my office, I can turn on praise, mu- praise and worship music, and I can turn that up and try to drown it out. Honestly, I'm serious. I can still hear it. But also, when I'm focusing on just the beeping, I can definitely hear it. But when I noticed if I'm singing the words, if I'm focusing on the, the, the lyrics and the melodies, I don't hear the beeping as much. So it's where I chose to put my energy is what became more prominent, right? So I definitely was great. I am so grateful that I can go be alone and turn on my music. And then the other thing that I thought of too is, you know, I can get up and I can I can go outside if I want to. I have legs that will take me and get me to where I want to go. I can go outside to get away from it. I can take a walk in, in through the building if I want to. And I also have the ability to get up and go over to it and try my little alarm silencing trick with the four number ones. You know, I can push one, 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 one silence. And occasionally that will work for those three days before spring break. I would do that and then I would not even be to my office and the stupid thing would start beeping again so it was a little frustrating but but there is a, a temporary solution that sometimes works and so I'm grateful for that that I do get a little reprieve every now and then and today which the first day after spring break I I actually I'm, I'm gonna save that so okay 
things to be grateful for. I definitely could find that. And I found myself when I would hear that beeping, I would try to use that as a reminder or almost like a, a signal or a trigger to praise God and thank him for something like intentionally find something to be thankful for and not just uh, those things there's lots of things in in my life that I can be thankful for that are unrelated to the beeping in my workplace but anyway I I found myself in the midst of all this crazy beeping to really spend a lot more time being grateful and practicing thanksgiving and gratitude so that was a blessing and then the next question that I felt he was asking me was, how, how can I respond differently? How can I respond in a way that glorifies him? And one of the things that was so strong on my heart is that I needed to stop complaining about it. And here I am. I'm, I've been complaining to you for like the last 10 minutes. But really, seriously, I, I found myself complaining to anybody who was around me and not that the complaining is wasn't going to help one bit. All it did was just probably get on people's nerves. And so I think it was day two of that week. <laughs> I just strongly heard him say, no more complaining, no more. And, you know, I really wanted to make a better habit out of that anyway, moving forward into 2021, because if you listened to my Ode to 22 testimony, there was a lot of complaining on my part about the pandemic and about the state of our world, and I want to not do that. So this was an opportunity, and I asked God, <laughs> I want to stop complaining, and he gave me another opportunity to uh, about something that was very, it's very, very easy to complain about this, but felt like I needed to stop. So I am happy to say that through God's grace, I can't do this on my own, but through his grace, I have not complained to my coworkers about the beeping. Um, I may have slipped once or twice, but for the most part, it's uh, he's really helped me not do that. So that's a blessing. And then the other thing that I, I it has been really... It's going to sound funny, but when the beeping was going, when it was incessantly beeping like that every 10 seconds, I really, it just really reminded me to keep praying. Like, just don't stop praying. You can continue to pray for the beeping to stop and then pray about other things in your life. So I used it as kind of this opportunity or signal again to remind me to pray to be persistent in my prayers now the reason I say it kind of sounds this might kind of sound funny somewhere in that week before spring break I think it was day four the beeping stopped and I I don't know exactly what happened but it stopped for a little while and I will tell you that on the days when it kept beeping I prayed more than I have in a very long time and then when it stopped because I didn't have that little signal to remind me I didn't I wasn't praying as fervently or as frequently you know that praying without ceasing I wasn't doing that and so part of me found I'm I can't even believe I'm gonna say this but when it stopped on Thursday I think it was I I, I really can't believe I'm going to say this, but I did feel a little bit sad that the outcome that I ended up 
realizing, wow, that beeping brought about some positive things and you were praying more, you were praising him more. And now that there's not the beeping, what are you doing? So I'm not saying I want the beeping to come back, but I am saying that it made me realize some things that with it in my life and, and insert insert anything you know we can insert any word for beeping I know in my life I've experienced over the years depression and anxiety time the times in my life when I had depression and anxiety or slash beeping I found myself clinging to God more I found myself pressing in at times much more than when things were always going so perfectly if if that makes sense so I want to ask you right now what is happening in your life what maybe event thing person experience trial beeping incessant beeping what is going on in your life that feels out of your hands but that you could find instead of asking why is this happening to me you could turn around and ask these questions yourself you could ask God how can I praise you what can I be grateful for during this and Lord how can I respond in a way that glorifies you during this trial this season and then the last question that I felt he was putting on my heart was what can I learn about you and what can I learn about myself during this trial I'm actually going to share a more in-depth teaching on the next episode and I will go into that with a little more detail and I have some really great scriptures also that the Lord has laid on my heart that I want to teach and share um with you, but I'm not going to do that today. I just really wanted to just stop and tell you, I just wanted to tell you the story and give you an update about what has been going on in my world. So I really hope that, I don't know, I, I, I feel like I'm probably kind of all over the place today and I apologize for that. I'm really trying to em- embrace the impromptu and I've had a couple people tell me, I really like your, your, um, the episodes that are unplanned and raw, and I really like those. And so I sat down to do that right now. I had actually started planning it, and I was reading it, and I thought, you know what, this sounds too scripted. I'm just going to come in here, and I'm just going to start talking. So that's what I did, and I apologize if it's all over the place, but I wanted to embrace the impromptu today. And on the on a related note, I do want to share this one other little thing before I go. Over the weekend, I had an opportunity to embrace the impromptu as well, and I just want to share with you, because I I think this might encourage somebody today, God had put a friend on my heart on the week, like during spring break, and you know how that happens when you put somebody on your heart, and you, sometimes you, you just don't respond, you don't, you just kind of tuck it away, and I kept she kept coming on my on my heart. So finally, after about the third time, like, okay, Lord, <laughs> I went ahead and, and texted her. I said, hey, you've been on my heart, and I'm just thinking about you. And she shared some things, and I thought, you know what, We let's just get together. And I said, we need to get together sometime. And we were both talking back and forth. And, 
you know how you do that and then you you say yeah we'll get together for lunch or we'll get together for coffee and then a lot of times it just doesn't happen and I thought what about now so I just out of the blue said hey does it work now and she said sure let me and so anyway we got together for coffee and I just it this is a person that we used to go to church together, but we haven't really seen each other in quite a while. And you know, sometimes with friendships, there are reasons that you meet and reasons why you end up being friends, and then you're friends for that reason and that season, and then you may not see them for a while. And that that was kind of what our friendship was like. But boy, I tell you, the coffee that we both thought would be about an hour long turned into a four-hour conversation that was such a blessing to me and to her and it was one of those iron sharpens iron conversations encouraging one another edifying one another and it was such a blessing and it was because we both just decided hey let's just let's just do it you know we don't just spur the moment it was wonderful so I just want to encourage you first of all if God has put somebody on your heart he's doing that for a reason and he really wants us to respond when he puts people on our hearts. Maybe it's just to pray for them. It doesn't always mean you have to give them a call or text them. But but pray first and then see, what do you want me to do with this? Why is this person on my heart? And more, more often than not, uh, when I reach out to those people, it is such a huge blessing for everybody involved. So I just encourage you with that. And then... Um, Oh, and then just a re- just a reminder too about friendship that there are reasons and seasons for friendship. And my friend and I, we were both sitting there talking about friendships and how we've kind of been hard on ourselves over the years and thinking we weren't being a good friend because we lost touch with this person or that person and we haven't kept up. And the truth is that's just life and that just happens to a lot of us. And are there things that maybe... God convicts us about how we can be a better friend, sure. But I also think that we just need to give ourselves some grace and just realize that life ebbs and flows, friendships ebb and flow, and there's reasons and seasons for friendships and to just embrace that fact. And isn't it great when you can catch up with a friend that you have not seen in months or even years and you just pick up right from where you left off and like you never missed a beat, right? I... Love those friendships. And I just want to encourage you today to maybe reach out. Reach out to a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while. Reach out to that person that God is laying on your heart. And you just never know. You never know what he's going to do. I am beyond, we were both just beyond blessed and surprised by our time together and all of the ways that God just kind of wove our hearts together. So I just thank thank God and praise him for that and for my friends. So. Anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and close us in prayer, and um, I'll talk to you next time. Father, I thank you, God. Thank you for the things in our lives that are sometimes hard and painful and even annoying, Uh, those things that show us that we need to depend on you, those things that, that make us turn to you, those things that... Uh, remind us, Lord, that you are ultimately in control. And 
the things that teach us, the things that grow us, the things that um, help us to persevere, the things that you use in our lives. You may not cause them, but you use them in our lives for our good and for your glory. And so I thank you, Lord, for those. And I pray for anybody listening, for whatever metaphorical beeping might be going on in their lives, I pray that instead of asking why, why is this happening to me? I pray that each of us listening could change that why into other questions, other more beneficial, fruitful questions, helpful questions. What can we be thankful for in the midst of our, of our trial? How can we respond in a way that glorifies you, Lord? And what can we learn about you? And what can we learn about ourselves? So, Lord, we thank you for trials. We it's, it's hard to be grateful in the midst of them, but we know, we know that that's something you call us to do. So help us to do that. Help us to embrace these seasons, these trials, these difficulties of life, and learn and grow and glorify you in the process. Thank you so much, Lord, for uh, your son. Thank you for the mercy and grace that you give us each day. We love you so much, Jesus, and it's in your name I pray. Amen.